Buckle up, everyone, and welcome to Carpool Rugby League, the show where three rugby league tragics talk everything rugby league on your way to or from work. I'm Graham. And I am the chameleon. Welcome aboard and on with the show. Yes, well, it's Tuesday, and well, you probably don't know what that means, but uh, I think for us it means we're on a new night. Um, getting the podcast out a little bit earlier, it's also a little bit uh, friendlier for some of us to be free to do the podcast, Griffo, but um, gee, it's, it's plenty to talk about. We've got um, last round of football, which was an absolute tipping nightmare. We've got uh, State of Origin teams announced and um, plenty to talk about here on Carpool Rugby League. Well, you know, we've got the captain back this week. So with the captain, he brings all the bells and whistles. Um, some of them literally. Um, so, yeah, look, it's uh, it's so exciting. Um, not just to have the captain back. Obviously, that's exciting. But um, a great round of, of rugby league just being played. Um, and we're looking forward um, to another round of NRL. But it's sort of just living in the shadow um, of uh, of the origin, which happens next week. And, uh, you know, we're back on Tuesdays. We used to do Tuesdays. Mm. Uh, but, uh, you know, Tuesdays are back. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a very exciting time of the year. Uh, the temperature drops and then it heats up, uh, <laughs> you know, about three Wednesday nights. Yeah, I'm looking so much forward to it. I'm going to Adelaide next week. Should be a massive, massive, uh, massive event down there in Adelaide. And, you know, a hardcore fan like yourself being there is great. You could, we can, um, well, we should talk it up. Our Carpool Rugby League correspondent in Adelaide will be uh, the chameleon. Um, We should get a uh, t-shirt. Or something. <laughs> so if you're down in Adelaide and you and you find the chameleon, yeah. I get uh, a media pass. Can some, so yeah. I get a media pass. <laughs> See if you can sort us out. Um, yeah. But yeah, very exciting times, and, and and really that that is the talk of all rugby league over the past couple of days. Um, we've got our usual things like Griffo's grab. Uh, we might have. Hopefully, we've got Shane coming off the interchange bench a little bit later on in the podcast. Um, but yeah, we've got Griffo's grab. Um, I've even got a gaff this week. Uh, I don't think that's going to be hard to to guess what it is. Um, but I think the the main talk this week, uh, before we get to the games, before we get to the NRL, uh, the main talk's got to be state of origin. Um, and, you know, it, it would be remiss of us not to have the full team on here for the state of origin chat. So we're going to welcome uh, Shano on board uh, as we get yeah, into... Everyone, get there listeners. We get into the I ultimate. Um, it's off the. Uh, it's off the HIA. Back on. Back into the game. Back into the game. Yeah, we had you off your past your assessment. You're in. You're off the interchange bench this week, and we just literally just got on board, Shano. We're um we're getting straight mm. into it in the early uh, origin. Game here. Origin teams. Um, now most people will be aware of who's in the origin teams now. Um. I just wanted to maybe throw to you guys. We'll talk about um, New South Wales first. A few decisions that um, we've been tossing up in in recent weeks, and there's been some discussion around 
some of those positions. Uh, but there was one the one player that didn't really come into our um, our chats, or, or none of us had in our calculation from what I remember, and that's the starting prop for the New South Wales Blues, uh, Pengai Junior. Um, just want to get an initial thought on this, and then there's a couple of other selections um, that that I'd interest be interested to hear your thoughts on. But did this come out of left field for for you as well, Shano? Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've heard of the term bolter. What's beyond that? Like this, uh, and, this and in all fairness, from, it's because from, from the last next galaxy to make this side. Uh, uh, look, look, I've I I I I love watching rugby league. It it you know of a weekend it, it take from Thursday through to Sunday takes up a fair chunk of my time, and I do like watching games, even if I miss them. That day, I'll go back and watch them at the very least, throw the mini on, and then sometimes probably go back to to what I mean. I I I probably I I don't know whether it's more his personality for the reason for this pick than he's playing. I, I what I'm trying to say is I personally, and this is just me. I'm not Brad Fittler, and I don't I don't profess to be. Um, Look, if I was making a super coach team, I could think of plenty of props that missed out that I'd think about first. I, I, um, yeah. Look, I, I, I just don't. I just to hit to, to, you know, like, like, yeah, yeah. Was he in my calculations? I, 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 did, I didn't have a math formula that required me to put him in, but yeah. um, obviously. Obviously, uh, Freddie saw something in, in in his playing. I, I, you know, I at his best, yeah, he was a great rugby league player. Don't get me wrong. I, you know, it's uh, when he went to Penrith for that small stint. You thought, oh, here we go. Um, yeah, I, I just thought, I just thought, even at Penrith, you know, that this guy's going to be and, and look. I'm not having a go at Pengai Junior. That's no, I'm not. That's not fair. What I'm saying is this guy's going to be playing on the biggest game that the NRL has, that rugby league has, and you need the people who are at every point at the top of their game. And when they're not, you tend to see them uh, falter a bit. I just hope he's at the top of his game. You know, he's playing for the Blues. He's playing for our jersey. Um, I hope whatever he does. Freddie sees something I didn't, and he has a blinder. I, I think this is one of those situations <laughs> where a lot of people have des- to say. Well, a lot of people have described him as rocks or diamonds. You don't know what you're going to get. And there's also this, um, you know, I heard Brad Fittler say, I'm going all in with the chips almost with him saying, I'm basically putting a gamble on a lot of players here to, to be the diamonds that I know they can be, even though I haven't necessarily seen it. Uh, you mentioned he's playing for the jersey. We know Griffo in the past. He's talked about his pride in possibly playing in a different jersey. But, you know, we don't need to talk about that. Just, um, you know, your thoughts on Pengai Jr. and even some of the other um, decisions throughout this forward pack with, um, you yeah, know, starting with Tyson Frizzell and Hudson Young um, and looking to load up off the bench with the likes of Paulo Murray-Martin. Yeah, um but like you know, I'm like Shane. I did not see it coming. Um, but you know, I'm thinking about it, and I actually think it's 
it's a brave move from Brad Fittler. Um, he lives and dies by what Tavita Pangai does to a large extent. Um, his job's on the line, and he's made a decision that no one saw coming. Um, if it blows up in his face, well, he's out of a job. Um, if it comes off, it's a masterstroke. There's no middle ground with Tavita Pangai Jr. Um, he, as Shane said, he played a handful of games for Penrith in 2021, um, and he played a key role in those game in most of those games. Um, unfortunately for him, he was injured, which cost him a spot in the grand final, um, but did allow Spencer Lanou to to come in. Um, who'd been there for, for most of the year. Um, but he made a difference to the Penrith side. He brought an aggression um, that they benefited from. And obviously, you know, uh, Greg Alexander is is connected very heavily to the New South Wales team. He would have seen that firsthand. Um, I, I heard uh, this morning that that uh, Freddie, or uh, Brandy, in fact, had been in, in uh, regular contact with Cam Seraldo, Re, um, Pangai Jr. So it wasn't just a spur-of-the-moment decision. Um, he was in their thoughts. Had Jake Trebojevic been healthy, I doubt we would have seen uh, TPJ. But I'm excited about the fact that he's there because... I think we're going to see some real aggression um, that could boil over. Uh, Hudson Young is not a shrinking violet. Um, throw into the mix from New South Wales uh, guys like Payne Haas, Liam Martin, Tyson. They're aggressive guys. Um, Brad Fittler has picked an aggressive team in part, I think, as a response to what happened in game three last year where Dane Gagai was uh, using uh, Burton, Matt Burton's head as a punching bag while he was being held by Tino Fasu Malawi. Now, what happened to Gagai as a result of that? Nothing. I don't think he even got... He didn't get a suspension. I don't think he got 10 minutes. I might be wrong on the 10 minutes, but basically nothing happened to him. Um... And it played a pivotal role in the game. New South Wales were out-muscled and, and, uh, and they lost the game. Well, I don't think they're going to be out-muscled here. Uh, um, my biggest concern is whether uh, TPJ goes over the top, resulting in 10 minutes or worse off the field. Um, if he can play a controlled aggression without giving away penalties, without spending time in the bin. And he was able to, to do that when he played with the Panthers. There's a lot of Panthers in this side. He will have a close connection to those guys. I think it can work. I hope it works. And it might just be the thing that, that tips the balance of Blue's way. Um, that's a glass half full. But I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to, mm. to, to watch oh, yeah. this game. And it's going to... It's gonna, 
I don't know if we'll see fisticuffs, but it is going to be an absolute <laughs> battle. Yeah. And I think um, Freddie's. Uh, I, I like the fact that he's he's left Cam um, Cam Murray out of that uh, because we've seen twice Cam Murray go down basically in the first minute out of the game. Yeah. Both times that's happened. Yeah. New South Wales lost both those games. They need a healthy Cam Murray. Leave him out of all that sort of crap and let him bring him on when these guys have, you know, had the battle and, and he comes on and, and hopefully wins the war for us. Um, so I, I, I think there's a lot of pluses. Looking at that bench as well, you mentioned, you know, Murray. You've also got Junior Borlo, uh, Liam Martin on the bench there. Uh, you can see they're looking for a lot of strike uh, in the yep. team. Coming off the bench, I think a lot of people were surprised to see Tyson Frizzell and the debutante. Uh, Hudson Young starting, but uh, I think they're really looking for some um, some intensity through that uh, that middle part of the game when the interchanges start to happen. Um, so yeah, we mentioned Hudson Young making his debut. Pengai Junior, we talked about he's going to make his debut for New South Wales. The other debutant is Nico Hines. Now there has been um, a lot of talk as to whether he would get the nod over Luai. They ended up with the um, proven combination of Luai and Cleary in the halves. Nico Hines, fellas, um, he is on the bench. Just wondering what your thoughts are on how he may be used. There's been talk of him, you know, only coming on if there's an injury. There's been other talk of him possibly coming in and playing almost like a, um, you know, coming on for a lock and playing like a second fullback. There's been talk of him coming on, giving Appy a rest, playing hooker. There's been talk of Luai moving into hooker. Uh, and Hines going into 5-8. I know I've just given you a million options and you can't get in the head of Brad Fittler, but do you guys have any thoughts? I mean, I'll go to you, Shane. Yeah, do you have I any do, thoughts right? about if that how guy's, If that guy's, if that guy's on the field in the first 30, 35 minutes, Blues are in trouble. If that guy Shane, gets put if on... If he's on there in that time frame, means there's been injury. That's right. That's exactly, yeah. We're in trouble. Reason, That's what I'm saying. I think either we're down to the point where we're throwing everything or, or there's an injury. And I think... I think I think where I see Nico Hines playing a role is is at a time where the road, the forward rotation has some fit guys on there. Uh, Murray and Yo being able to play uh, play either side, um, being able to either um, pass play the ball or, or run, and and then he comes in sort of sweeping round. And, and and I almost think that that what I what the way I see it is I'd, I'd be very interested to see if he actually, you know, comes on early in that second half and um, or maybe even late in the first half. Now as I said that, and, and plays a bit of a fullback role where, where Teddy's up in the line and he's sweeping around the back. Um, you now quick, quick guy hands on the ball. Um, I, I just don't you know probably getting the ball off Yo or Murray um, short with. With with Tedesco, Luai outside one side, Cleary out the other. I think that I think that would worry oppositions. I think all of a sudden you'd have people standing with bodies in motion. People wouldn't be a hundred percent sure who to tackle. Um, I, I think that's how he'd be used personally. I I, I think uh, putting him on for Appy as a, as a middle defender is probably fraught with a bit of danger. I I actually think that if Appy was gassed. I'd actually put Murray in and have him in the middle 
because he's a very he's an exceptional middle defender. Um, Isaiah Yo then at lock still. Um, I, I just think that that for me they're going to run a lot in that middle. They're they're going to have a lot of they're going to have a lot of pace to burn to try and get quick play of the ball. They're going to have two very very good hookers playing that game. They're going to be running in the middle. Um, you're going to have to have very solid middle defence, and I just think Nico Hines playing somewhat out of position where you're asking him all of a sudden to have a tackle efficiency of well into 97% and to make two, three tackles a set. I just don't think that's his, that's his, that's not his jam. His jam's running the ball. So I'd probably see him more as a, as another fullback coming on, sweeping around and really giving the opposition, you know, making him think what the hell's going on here. Yeah, I'm slightly different. Uh, I think we'll see. I, I do agree on the on the running game. Um, I think he'll come on uh, for Api, but Luai will go into hooker yeah. to me off. Yeah. So I think Luai he's a he's a bit more of a a bigger body than Nico, um, and and he'll be able to. And look, Nico wouldn't be too bad with the defense, but I think Luai is probably. A more physical defender than Nico, um, so I think uh, they'll give Appy a rest. Um, Luai, th- this is if there's no injury. Um, yeah. Luai into to hooker, Dumiaf, Nico to basically roam and run, while the um, the tired forwards uh, are st- struggling. And uh, I mean, he's going to have guys outside him like. Latrell, Turbo, um, but yeah, I, I just think uh, his strength is his running game. Yes, he can uh, he can be the game manager if need be. If if Cleary was to get injured, for example, um, but it's not going to be his role if there's no injury. His role will be to run, to find space, and uh, to create points um, for the Blues. In my opinion, yeah, and 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 that's that's an interesting um, you know thing to keep an eye on too because as we said that all gets thrown out the window if there's a um, if there's an injury, and I think you you also made a good point there too, Shane. I think it also um, there's a bit of a snowball effect and a and a chain reaction. It all depends on how they want to use Murray because I think what they'll try to do as much as they can is have Murray and Isaiah Yo in the middle as much as possible. I know Murray may play on an edge at some stage, but um, you know, whether it be Murray play you know, almost in a prop forward role where he's doing tackles yeah. and taking yeah. taking hit it's, ups. I wouldn't be know, surprised to see it. We bit saw more that, of that for Australia for the kangaroos and it worked a treat. Yeah, um, and, and, and I think that's that's the best way to play him. Locks depending on the, the, the style of lock you are, it's it's not too dissimilar to a prop, and I know sometimes it might play with ball where you're doing a bit of ball playing, but um, that also too, depending on who you got defending around that middle, around the likes of possibly Nico or Luai, could also uh, impact on that. So there's plenty to keep an eye on there, plenty of talking points. Just before we move on from um, the New South Wales team, we mentioned that Appy is the um, the hooker. A lot of people were saying, you know, it's pretty much neck and neck. Both he and Damian Cook have been in really good form. Uh, they had to go with one. Just wondering how much you think, Shane, the mm-hmm. 
um, the halves influence this, having Jerome Luai, Nathan Cleary. Oh, 100%. Is, is that I, what got Appy over the line, do you think? Because I, 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 if you had to put a reason, I, I mean, he's in great form. In, in my origin team, <clears throat> he was there. And, and, and look, yeah, you have to say that, that in attack, he has he has definitely history with 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 those players in 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 what I still believe at times was the best spine that we've seen in the comp for quite a while. So he he um yeah he look the fact that he's played for the Tigers for for a few weeks doesn't take take away from the fact that he he would have he still remembers the system. He knows what the calls are. He knows the plays. He's been there. Um, Cook probably a bit unlucky to miss out. I, I think that. I think I think I think he's been playing some very good football and defensively he's been outstanding. Um, I, I just think that you know you, you know Origin for New South Wales combinations are what the coaching staff like, and. And they've pretty much got, um, yeah, they've pretty much got the you know, they've got the six, six, seven, nine, thirteen that that was that was that was in the grand final winning team. So, um, bit of a no brainer when you put it like that. Yeah, yeah, and and, and, yeah. and really too too Griff. I was just going to add to that. I was just going to say um, the the form we had for the Tigers on the weekend probably you know didn't hinder his uh, chances as well he was really instrumental on getting um mm. getting the Tigers on the front foot and it was just amazing the, the the running game and how he runs with the halves and how he's getting Brooks involved and that combination yeah. with him back with Cleary you would have seen a million times at Penrith and you just yeah look that's it, it like but well, last week's program Shano and I both agreed Uppy um, as the hooker that was before that game yeah. And look, I don't want to disrespect Damien Cook because he's been a great servant of, of New South Wales Rugby League and, and he's still a great player for, for the Rabbitohs. I just think Appy offers more in attack. Um, who, uh, sorry, Cook is, is probably, you know, he's probably ahead of Appy in defence, but Appy's defence is better than most hookers. Um, yeah, yeah, 100%. So I just think that particularly close to the line, uh, the skill that Appy brings, they just don't know whether he's going to run, whether he's going to pass. Um, it's taken the Tigers three months, basically, to learn how to play with him. And, and look what they're starting to do. Yeah, um, He's a creative player, probably the most creative hooker in the NRL. I don't think he's the best hooker. I think he's the second best hooker behind Harry Grant. But I think he's the best that New South Wales has. Yep. The guys won three grand finals with two different clubs. Um, it's a key position on the field. You, you don't win that many grand finals if you're a dud hooker. Um, so, we, I, as I said, I don't dis disrespect Dana Cook. He's <clears throat> fantastic. Yeah. Well, I just I think, think, I think if you had to pick, pick one, I think if you had to pick one, Abby would definitely be yeah. be the one. Yep. Yep. And um, there was obviously last last probably position we want to talk about here, and I think it's going to be a quick one, uh, given the fact that in hindsight we now know that Campbell Graham has this sternum injury. Yeah. Um, he was Campbell Graham was 18th man. Tom Trebojevic got the nod, so effectively Campbell Graham wasn't selected in the team. Um, he was going to train with them this week. 
Uh, and what subsequently has happened is the Rabbitohs have said, look, he's got a sternum injury. We manage his loads to the point where effectively he doesn't play much. Uh, he doesn't train much during the week. We just get him right to play on the weekend. Um, so the Blues said, look, uh, we'll, we'll withdraw him from the squad. So uh, Stephen Crichton there, um, obviously Big Stefano also there in the reserves. Really um, important, Greg. Uh, really uh, important, Greg. Grayley as well has been added to the squad. Oh, has he really? Okay. He has. And, and yep. really important, Greg, people understand. Um, there was a Fox... Fox. Um, there was a Fox News article. He's on the wing. And, and um, <laughs> no, no, there was a Fox News article subsequently sent out by also one of Murdoch's papers that said he um, he he quit was one word they used. Um, that he withdrew. Um, that no, that was the case. If, if the Blues were happy to manage his sternum injury and load, uh, he would still be part of the the squad. South Sydney spoke to them and said, "Look, this is the way we're managing his injury. Are you happy to manage it that way?" They said, "Look, no, we want fully fit people training. If it, effectively, if he if he quit." Or if he put his hand up and said no because I didn't get picked in the squad, he actually would be ineligible for South Sydney this week. So that's what people have to understand, that if you get picked as 18th man and you decide to leave the squad, your eligibility for for the, both the Blues and Queensland basically means you're ineligible to play this week. The fact that the Blues and the Blues said no, he's got to be fully fit, Apparently, Blues doctors spoke to him. They said, no, there's no way this guy can do full contact training um, and before the, until, you know, until the game. Um, the Blues actually let him go. That was the ability for him to be named for South Sydney this week. So there was one, one load, one mob were running that he'd um, quit and done whatnot. Uh, that was actually quite the opposite. Because mm. I know a lot of people well, in rugby league land today. The, the, the rugby, that 100%, he, he, he probably still would have to bow out with that kind of injury. And, and it's interesting that um, a lot of people in rugby league land now are questioning, well, how come he's allowed to play? Uh, he's allowed to play because he was medically, well, he basically got told, unless you're fully fit, you can't play. So that's it. Yeah, it's, it's one of those situations where they're managing it. He probably won't train much this week. He'll play on Saturday. Um, Dubojevic will play. Addo Cars there. From what um, we're hearing from training today, uh, Trebojevic and Addo Carr were on the right-hand side of the field. Latrell Mitchell and Brian Toto trained on the left. Very interesting. Don't know if there's much to it. We'll see how that all unfolds. Um, there's plenty yeah. of time to go Stranger before Stranger they then. wouldn't have the Fox and Latrell together. They, yeah. Uh... Well, I thought that, that I thought the World Cup yeah. was good enough. Uh, yeah, 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 that's the way. Look, yeah. that's the way it was reported by one of the media outlets today that um, was watching at training. Who knows? When it all, you know, it's the first training session. It may all change, but uh, that's the Blues squad. It's a strong squad. It's a really strong squad. We've um, been dissecting it for weeks. Uh, and look, to be honest with you, I actually think there's a couple of more uh, big calls that have come out of the Maroon squad. We know we've got some returns in the um, New South Wales team, as well as some debutants. We've also got some debutants for the Queensland Maroon side. Um, Walsh, Cobbo, Carrigan, Flegler. Um, I think I've got them all. Yep, they've all got their uh, debut. Um, no, a couple of... No, it's only uh, Walsh out of those guys. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Yes, sorry. Walsh. Yeah, they're the they're the Broncos connection. Mm, yeah. That's a Broncos connection. Sorry, I've yeah. got down here. I've got in my notes there, so I've made a mistake. I haven't looked back through last week's te- uh, last year's teams properly. Walsh definitely a debutante. Um, he's uh, this was a big one. A lot of people were still thinking that they'd see Kalen Ponga's name there. Ponga not in the squad at all. Uh, Reese Walsh getting the nod. Uh, seems to be the Maroons are, um, are going with form this year. There's also no um, no Capewell. And the biggest surprise for me, fellas, um, dang Gagai. He was actually, I, I, I actually thought that he would get picked. I know we've talked over the past weeks that uh, you know, there was maybe a little bit of an inkling that they're trying to fit everyone in with you know the hammer obviously getting the nod there, Talangi on the wing. But I, I, I actually did think they'd end up uh, picking Gagai. Big well, surprise. Pick, pick and stick but, uh, mentality, wasn't it? I think something they're calling it the pick and flick now, but uh, <laughs> no, I, I was surprised. Sounds um, like a dirty nose. But in saying that, no. um, and look, Gagai's been one of the Queensland greats. He's a, as a winger, he's, I think he's won two Wally Lewis medals like, as a player of the series. That's unprecedented. Um, yeah, he's not been in good form. I didn't see the Sharks Knights game, but apparently had a bit of a shocker. Connor Tracy gave him a bath, from what I heard. Um, uh, would I have picked him in the Queensland side? Absolutely. Whether it was on the center, in the center, on the wing, um, I'd, I'd certainly have had the hammer there. Um, Cobo, yes. Valentine Holmes not been in great form, but. Um, he's done the job for Queensland, but maybe I might have had, uh, maybe uh, I might have had Gaga in for Murray Toulongi, um, possibly. But uh, Ponga, uh, man of the match in game three last year, um, but he's got this head problem, and uh, I, I, I can see why Billy's gone with what Walsh has been red hot this year. Um, uh, it's a bit of a gamble, but you know this is this is why they're the coaches. They've, they've got picked what they believe is the team's going to win. Reese Walsh is is a concern for New South Wales with his speed. Um, he has got a little bit of an uh, you know sometimes a mistake in him because he you know he, he he plays he plays that sort of a game. He takes risks. Um, he's a match winner, and uh, and I'll be really. Uh, Interested to see how New South Wales control him. Um, he worries me, possibly more than a Kalen than a Kalen Ponga, who's had all these uh, head knocks. Uh, I'd, I'd be a bit worried about Reese Walsh than than uh, Ponga at the moment. Yeah, I I, I thought that when I, I thought who's going to scare me more? Okay, do you pick one? What player just just as a Blues fan, and, and even as a, as a fan during the week, uh, Reese Walsh at the moment scares the daylights mm. out of me. That guy, the other week he put some kicks in that were just pinpoint. Um, you know, it, he's he's just got this freedom at the moment. And I think, I think looking at him, is, is Billy Slater-like? 
and it's almost it's almost as if you know the guy's getting coached by someone who you know by, by someone who's, who plays he plays exactly like I I think when I look at the Queensland side um, there was there was someone on the media you know, during the, during the weeks so was saying oh the other day where where are they going to get their points from now this that now I I I, I I think the Queensland side will more than hold their own. I think they've got a great mix of youth and experience. I think they've picked a bit more on form than what they probably had done in years gone by. In years gone by, though, they always had a very central mix of players that you could set your watch by. And that were that were even though people go, wow, bit surprised they got picked. They were, they were playing good footy for the clubs they were at. It's not as if they were playing. They may not have been at the best club, but they were still playing good footy at that club. I think this is a good mix of youth and experience. I think I think this also, Billy Slater, um, interestingly, sort of talked about the hunger. How do you keep the hunger going? That's We know that was something that, that Bellamy was very big on at, at, at the Storm. You know, bringing in new people that quite that they're very good players, but haven't experienced the success, and they're the ones that feed the hunger for the others to continue. So they're looking at three in a row. That's 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 you know, we talk about we talk about you know, people use the word dynasties and whatnot. They're, you know, they're, three in a row is a bit annoying as a fan. So. You know, I think they've gone for a good mix. If I was a Queensland fan, I wouldn't be too upset with what I was looking at in front of me. I'd actually be quite, I'd be quite happy. Um, it'd be very interesting to see if if Reese Walsh, without the influence of people like um, Adam Reynolds, who you have every week, can can generate the creativity required. Uh, he's got DC and Munster with him. They're 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 pretty good. And I, I think he's got like I agree with you, Griff. I think he's got the Hunt. the best hooker in the Hunt game, and, and 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 a guy who can who more than hold his own at this level. So I I I actually when I looked at the Queensland side, I thought to myself, that's a, that's a very good team. That's that's a team yeah. that I don't doubt. I don't think there'd be many Queensland fans that are unhappy with what they see in front of them. Probably, probably, yeah. The wing three quarters, the centers, you know, is there, you know, we've got the right mix there. But I think, you know, if it comes down to Golden Point or it comes down to a forty-meter field goal, Val Holmes, he's done that before. Um, it's just going to be how solid you know, these guys are going to have to tackle. You know, like there's no tomorrow. They're going to have people like Mitchell Trevojevic, uh to all running at them at full tilt, and that's that's going to cause them. That's going to cause some havoc for those wing three quarters and centres, but yeah, it's it's going to be a great, great, great thing to watch. Yeah, and and to think too, there's there's a few players who, um, you know, th- that won't have the opportunity to be selected. Not sure if we get picked anyway, but everyone's talking about you know the the rebirth almost of of Kafusi. We also know that um, uh, for the um, the Cowboys, uh, they've been. You know, without uh, Nanai, I think he's still got another week to go. So, you know, Nanai, he played last year from memory. So there's still some players in and around that there that, um, you know, that, that could be in the mix uh, the come game two. Yeah, Helium Lukey. 
And it's it's almost like this season, isn't it, guys? As you said, we've got some hokey-pokey players that were out for a year and then back in. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's very interesting. It's almost like, um, you know, the, the, that we're going back a couple of years with some of these players that are in the squad with some new blood. It's um, great to look forward to. And obviously next Tuesday night, we're going to, uh, roll on with the big origin preview. That'll be the uh, the talk of next week's uh, episode. But um, look, before we get too far into this week's games, we might just briefly look back and uh, see what the highlight of last week was with Griffo's Grab. Griffo's Grab! Caught your eye, mate. Oh, so many things. Um, but there's one thing that um, that I was watching live, or at least Fox uh, replay of KO live, which is about 30 seconds behind real life. But um, that was uh, Ben Hunt going down the blind side on the very last play of the game against the Roosters, who not long previously scored after it looked like the Dragons were going to snatch a win. Roosters hit back with a try and lead. Then on the very last play, Hunt goes down the short side, puts up a bomb. Uh, it ends up sort of being uh, a bit of luck, pinballed a little bit back. Dragons get the ball back. They get the, they keep the play going. Goes to Tyrell Sloan. He puts the ball out wide, and it bounces into the hands of... Uh, one of the Fiona uh, brothers, I don't know, with their twin brothers, they look the same to me. Uh, they both start with the letter <laughs> M. Let's say it was uh, Matt Fiona. Could have been Max. I wouldn't know the difference. And uh, he comes round and scores basically underneath the post to level the scores. And uh, and then it's 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 a gimme uh, for, for low Max. Um, that was such an amazing uh, last five to ten minutes. Um, we saw a lot of really good play in that game. Uh, Teddy and, and Kiri came back to form for the Roosters. Looked like they'd won the game, but uh, on the very last play, the Dragons have gone down uh, narrowly in a number of games this year. Uh, but playing uh, the first game with their interim coach, Ryan Carr, um, there were a lot of, uh, from, from KO slash Fox, they kept going to the uh, the coaches' boxes. Uh, one minute, one of them are up and excited, banging on the on the uh, window. Uh, I'm not quite sure why they bang on the window when you're a coach, but um, but and then they'd go to the other box and they score. It was uh, it was great, uh, great theatre, and um, you know we know these two sides as the two sides that play one of the biggest games of the year on Anzac Day. Um, Shano and I last week talked about you know going from one of the games of the year to to quite possibly one of the low points of the year, but but both teams uh, both teams gave everything they had, um, and uh, both teams were desperate, but the Dragons got there. That caught my eye. Um, even though I've got to say the uh, the performance of the Tigers came pretty pretty close with their massive victory at Leichhardt over the last Leichhardt game for the year. Uh, and of course, we're hearing reports that next year, the Tigers uh, ditching a core 
ditch and com bank and they're just going to basically play most of their games at Leichhardt and Campbelltown, which is a, mm. I guess, a victory for the for their Heartland uh, supporters. Um, but yeah, it's just a great round. Paro were fantastic. Uh, the uh, the Dylan Mose, Dylan Brown, Mitchell Moses show there over the Rabbitohs, which no one expected. Um, yeah, the Panthers were strong against the Broncos. There were some great performances last week. But uh, yeah, I'm going with the Dragons. Yeah, um, it was a funny week. It was a bit of a tough one for tipsters. Uh, we had the, yeah, that that big win for for the Tigers. A lot of us didn't see coming. Um, the Dragons. It's it's funny though, isn't it? How many times do you see it when they sat a team sacks a coach? You've almost got to tip them the week after, don't you? You've just about got to jump on board when a team sacks their coach because they always have that bounce back factor. Um, but yeah, big big performances too from Parramatta last week. Um, the Bulldogs getting win. Manly, um, Manly fans have been um, talking all week about their big win over the Raiders. So uh, really, really hotting up with the competition. Uh, there was one thing though I did want to uh, point out. Not sure if you guys saw it, but um, yeah, I've got one this week. <laughs> Hasn't been a great week for one Kalen Ponga. Um, not sure if you guys saw this one. This one's, you know, it, it, it's a light-hearted gaff. You know, you, you guys know from the years of doing the podcast that we've had some along the way where people get things wrong, but we like ones you can have a laugh about. But I don't know if the uh, the knights were laughing when um, what appeared to be Kalen Ponga thinking it was the last tackle and he'd been tackled on the last tackle. Pretty much getting up, leaving the ball behind, and uh, getting ready to to get at marker, only to be told, uh, "Hey, Kalen, uh, we had another tackle left, mate." So uh, it wasn't one of his finest moments, um, and um, yeah, it's, it's 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 interesting, isn't it? But it's it's it almost makes you think. You think, "Geez, Kalen, why didn't you, you know, if you thought it was the last, put a kick on or something? You're a bit of a playmaker. You're the half. Uh, he must have just thought that he was." He was caught with the ball, but um, it, it's really a fundamental, isn't it? You got to know what tackle it is. I, I didn't see any of that game. I had intended to watch the mini, but um, what what was the result? Did they let him play it, or they, it was a turnover? No, knock on. He's put the ball down. Oh, fair turnover, enough. Yep. So knock on. Yep. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. So he's, oh. he's effectively, and and we had a similar one. Maybe that's why he wasn't in the Queensland team. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was the. Uh, Maybe Kevy, uh, Kevy, Billy Slater's watching it, and he's just got the pen out and he's just licked the end and just put the the line through and given Reese Walsh a call. But uh, yeah, it hasn't been a great weekend for Kalen Ponga. Wonderful player though. You'd be ima- you'd be imagining he'd be one of those players that's looking to to bounce back and have um, you know a, a, a massive a massive game the next time they play. Uh, for the Knights though, they've got the Seagulls this week at home. Uh, there'll be an opportunity there, but they're coming off a good win. Um, but look, we, we might as well get straight into it, fellas. Uh, we might as well kick off the, the preview for the round and um, get straight into it for the two-minute tip. There's the whistle and kickoff. Now, this is a shortened round. We have round 13 of the Premiership. Uh, it will kick off this week on Thursday night. 
7.50 p.m. Uh, the Dolphins are hosting the Dragons. This one's at Redcliffe, so they are genuinely hosting them at their uh, traditional home ground. Lots of team news, obviously, with um, everything going on for Origin. Uh, but from what I've picked out this week, we've got Mark Nichols returning from a thumb injury. Gilbert and... Uh, I should Gilbert. Care, Gilbert and Kafusi both unavailable. Gilbert for Origin. Kafusi still at suspension, as we said. Stone and SASA into the starting lineup. Nick Arima to fullback. Milford to 5-8. Uh, for the Dragons, uh, Jack Bird. Hammer out, yeah. And the hammer obviously out too for for oh. the um yeah for the uh the dolphins too yes that was a that was one I should have definitely had on my list there another oversight I'm on fire tonight the Tuesday nights are on me I've got a a night it's less a for Caleb my Ponger effect <laughs> it's a Caleb Ponger effect I'm playing it I'm playing it a <laughs> tackle early it's only the Pong, third mate it's Ponger only syndrome. the third. Mm. Ponga syndrome. I know it was like before when you, you were talking about those other players, and then I looked up last year, had last year's team right in front of me. I go, how did I miss those two blokes? And then I had to go back a year earlier for Flegler, but it's okay. We'll get there. Uh, Do you need any team... help at the toilet? We'll get Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> Look, one more of these beverages, maybe. Um, Jack Bird, uh, he's back. He was a late addition last week. He had knee soreness. Jaden Sewer out with a minor hamstring injury. Murdoch's Mas- Murdoch Masilla retains his starting role. Sullivan, halfback. Molo in for Laurie. And Bai on the bench. Um, interesting one, this one, guys. Obviously, there's a lot of hype about the Dragons, uh, Griffo. Dolphins, though, this is a really good opportunity for them at home, um, albeit missing a couple of origin stars. Well, it's a tough one to pick. Um both teams are missing some key players. Uh, but the best player in either side would be Ben Hunt. And he's not there for the Dragons. Mm. Um, yeah. That's a big loss for them. Um, it's, a, it's a team that uh, still looks pretty good on paper. Well, they were good last week. But can they get the job done without... Their, uh, their main man. That's the question. On the flip side, we know that uh, no matter what happens, uh, the Dolphins will fight. That they, uh, They're a team of fighters. They don't give up. Uh, they are missing their, their best attacking weapon in the hammer and some key forwards in Kafusi, uh, who's suspended, as you said, Tom Gilbert, who's been outstanding for him this year, uh, playing in the 13 jumper. Um, he's in the Origin team. Um, they, these two teams did play down at, at uh, Wynn Stadium early in the year, and uh, uh, the the Dragons uh, thumped them. Uh, it's really, I think, I might be wrong, but I don't think the, the, the Dolphins have been thumped too many times, but they got thumped by the Dragons. Um, you you can't. I don't think you can pick with with great authority in this game, but I'm going to go Dragons. Um, yeah. I think they would have got a lot of confidence out of last week, and uh, the the Sullivan Amon combination along with Tyrell Sloan at fullback, those guys have been playing together uh, for for quite a few years through the juniors, in, including a winning SG ball, Illawarra side, I think. Yeah, dragons for me. Shane on. Yeah, oh, 
Uh, dragons. I, I, I agree with you, um, Griffo. I think Ben Hunt's the best player not to be playing in this side. The big problem for me is I think Kafusi, the hammer, just just adds so much to that side. They've got a couple coming in uh, to the Dolphins where I think it tightens them up and probably makes them look like a side, look like the same side they've had um, for the last couple of weeks. Um, loved the Dragons last week. Uh, the Dragons of a few weeks ago would have rolled over in that game. I'm going the other way. I'm going to Dolphins. I, I think that that when I look at um, Milford Katoa, uh, they've just got with Nick Arima, They just seem to not want to roll over and and give up. Like I just think that the the coaching mechanism here might just help the Dolphins in this situation. I think Hunt does so much. Um, I think Hunt does so much work. And I know people are saying, but what are you talking about? Jaden Hunt's playing on the interchange. He's number 16. No, it's the other Hunt. Uh, Jack Bird back, though. Um, I thought he'd been good in the last in the last uh, few games before he, he didn't play. I thought he had some, some good touches. But for me, I've got the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are just going to be at home and, and, and win this one. Yeah, I'm kind of going down the same path as you are. Here. At Redcliffe too. It's at Redcliffe. That's yeah. also helping. Yeah. But I, I think I think Redcliffe. Yeah. yeah. I think the Ben Hunt too big an out for the Dragons, and I wonder how much of last week's win was on emotion and feel from the change of coach, so on and so forth. They've got to travel this week. Um, yeah, Dolphins are down on a few troops, but I actually think. The loss of Hunt is bigger than the you know as as great as those other players are. I think Hunt is so important to the Dragons and their success, and so instrumental to it that I think it's going to have a massive impact. So I'm going to go Dolphins on this one. Second game of the weekend is Friday night, 8 p.m. kickoff. So keep in mind with the shortened round, there's no 6 p.m. game on Friday. This game is going to be at Combank Stadium, Sydney, which is a Parramatta Park for the oldies like us. Um, Eels taking on the Cowboys. Uh, Eels coming off this uh, great win last week against South Sydney. Some force changes, as you'd imagine, with Origin. Um, Junior Borlo away on Origin duty. But um, straight into the team... Offer Hengawi into the yeah. Eels side, yeah. a mid-season signing. Um, I'd imagine the uh, the um, the tips here could have a bit of talk about that big signing, Shano. Um, yep. Madison, he went off with a calf injury last week, and Davey got a head knock there, out. Um, Dury, um, he's returning for his first game since round nine. Moretti comes in for his debut. For the Cowboys... Um, lots of players missing here. Holmes, uh, Talangi, Cotter, Dearden, all on um, Maroon Origins duty. So uh, there's a couple of debutants. Um, Labert, Derby, um, Hampton's new 5'8". Greenville's going to play in lock. I mean, I think that guy plays just about everywhere. Uh, Tom Lolo, he is listed amongst the reserves. He's probably one just to keep an, um, an eye on. Um, Griffin Neem on the bench. He's ahead of schedule. Um, Tanua Brown, he missed last week as well. So many changes there for the Cowboys. A lot of those changes, Griffo, are forced due to origin. 
and um, also would be interested, as I said, to hear your thoughts from a Parramatta point of view off Hengawi coming into the side. Yeah, um, straight in, isn't he? Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, last Sunday is celebrating the Tigers' record victory against this very team. Um, so he knows how to beat them. He does. He's just going to come to pass it. Look, you know, you got to get out of dummy half quick. We've got to run, hit him through the middle. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. <coughs> and uh, and uh, sixty-six something, uh, we'll beat him. Um, but uh, look, I, I think. Uh, Oh, I mean, we talked about the Cowboys a few weeks ago and then they came out and I think beat the Roosters. Um, but then last week was a, well, there was a shambles. Um, they've got a few guys coming in, as you said, but there's some key guys out of, uh, with, with state of origin duty. I can't tip the Cowboys here. Um, uh, without having looked at the other games, this sort of firms is a, as a uh, a joker, um, the, the eels not really affected apart from I think it's just Junior Baolo, uh mm. in Origin, um, and they were they were back to their their best last week uh, in in beating South by twenty points. I mean, South have been the form team, and um, in that second half, the the eels sort of made them look second rate. Um, there are quite a few changes. I look at it though; it um, they've got some injuries, possibly. Uh, yeah, Madison you, and Davey probably. are out. All right. Okay. Well, yeah, Davey yeah. doesn't play very often, does he? Um, no, he's he just went up with that the club. Oh yeah. Okay. Last week. Yeah. And Madison. So that was, that was a, one, was it? Yeah. And, yeah. It, it must have been because he. Well, he didn't return, and the other one with the big injury for that Madison when he left the field. There, he was. Um, that was only a minute or two into the second half, so a right. few, few force changes. Yeah, Matt Dury did some good things for him early. I'm going para, and uh, um, probably a joker, but I've got to check the other games. What do you reckon on this week, one, Shane? You saw Parramatta last week defeat the Rabbitohs. Um, they yep. bounced back. Uh, Cowboys, they were very disappointing. Oh, look, I, I, para, I'll say it now. Para, my joker. Um, they, I'm going to pick them. Um, they're my dead set for the week. I, I look at, I look at the para side. Their forwards were able to run South ragged last week and offloaded exceptionally well. The only thing I will say is I felt that was led by Junior Polo. So, you know, him getting picked and out is going to be a. Um, is going to be a bit of an issue for them. I think. I think that there's one guy who has stepped up um, in this side. It's Bryce Cartwright. I really think he's 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 leading the Fords around, and it allows Mac Moses and Dylan Brown to do what they need to do. Look, as as much as who's out for um for who's in and out for Para, the fact that you're taking two Alungi Cotter. Uh, Dearden and Val Holmes out of the Cowboys team just tells me that, that you know, like out of a team that's already struggling, um, they're in trouble. I've got um, I've got Para and I've got Para by a fair way. Yeah, but yeah, I, I mean the Cowboys, not only last week but through the season they have not been good, and that's with those Origin stars. I'd hate to think how lost they look without them. 
Um, and Parramatta bounced back with some good form. Um, yeah, Bolo's out, but the halves were, Dylan Brown was phenomenal. Um, the, the thing, too, which um, really impressed me about the team effort of Parramatta last week, their discipline was phenomenal. They did not give away one six again in the whole, whole game, and they gave away one penalty. So the, the, end, the end count in the penalties was 6-1, and there was only one six again, and that was given away by South Sydney. So for a team to only give away one penalty and no six against in the modern game, win that forward battle, strangle um, a forward pack like South Sydney and really open them up late shows that uh, they're on the bounce back and I think we need to be wary of the, the Parramatta Eels. I'm with you guys. Para to win well. Para on my margin. My joker and the thief. And um, I'd be on para. But then again, if you saw my tips from last week, you need to take all that with a grain of salt. Alright, so moving on to the next game, we've got uh, the first game on Super Saturday, which is not so super, there's only two games this week. Uh, it'll be the Warriors taking on the Broncos. Uh, this one's in Napier, so the Warriors here at home, um, they're coming off the bye last week. The The team news here, um, Metcalf will make his debut, he's been named at 5-8, um, Volkman 18th man, um, so... That'll be an interesting one to see there, how he goes at 5'8". Um, at um, Jackson Ford starting in the second row. He missed round 11 with a head knock. Um, Wade Egan being replaced by Lussick. Um, there's some big changes also, obviously, for the Broncos due to the origin duty. So um, Tristan Saylor and uh, Mariner in the back line with, obviously, Walsh and Cobbo out. Um They've got a brand new front row because of State of Origin. Uh, Palacia and Jensen are the props in place of Payne Haas, who's playing for the Blues, and Flegler for the Maroons. Um, Hetherington comes in for Carrigan. Um, so, look, there's um, a, lot of, a lot of unknowns here. They have named Adam Reynolds, but we know he's coming back from injury. Um, so... Look, this, we're almost going back to... I wouldn't call them, you know, the baby Broncos because, you know, they're actually quite a young team anyway. But um, we're back to the days, aren't we, Griffo, where a successful Brisbane team means that when you get them at origin, you're a fair crack. Yes. Uh, it's still a pretty good side, but nothing compared. You take out uh, Pat Carrigan, Payne Haas, Reese Walsh... Uh, and then Flegler and Cobbo, who are, you know, very good players in their own right. That's a massive list of outs. Um, they they missed Reynolds last week. Uh, I thought the Broncos were good against Penrith. They threw everything they had at them. Uh, mm-hmm. They defended really well. They actually only let two tries in. Penrith had a lot of ball on the Broncos' line, um, but were co- comfortable. They, they they were comfortable even not scoring. They, they knew their defense would uh, win in the game, Penrith. But the Broncos played well, and they're without their general in Adam Reynolds, so they'll be better for that. Um, they've still got some uh, some really good attacking players with the likes of Staggs, Farnworth, Mam out in the back line. Interesting, Tristan Saylor makes his club debut um, at fullback. Was in the wilderness for a bit, um, uh, but came through that. Um, and, and there he is 
playing for uh, his dad's other club, the, yeah. the uh, Broncos. Um, Warriors have uh, have been a surprise packet this year. Um, I think they've got enough talent there. They're not affected at all by origin, though they do lose two very good players, as you mentioned, uh, in Wade Egan, who seems to miss a lot of games, and also Dylan Walker, who's been outstanding for them this year. But with the likes of uh, uh, Nick Clockleshan, Stat, uh, Luke Metcalf's a very, very good player on Club Debut. Sean Johnson's been great this year. Um, and then you've got in the forwards the likes of Fenua Blake, um, Marata, Nuakore, Tohu, uh, Big Tofu, the vegetarian Harris. Um, you've got the beer man on the bench, uh, Tom Ale. Uh, I think there's, the beer's going to be flowing for the Warriors after this game. Um, I think Warriors for me. Yeah, I, look, the, every, every Origin series and every Origin round, there's a team that benefits from the fact that the other team has most of its players out, and this is the Warriors this week. I, I The Warriors are going to win this. You can't take that class out of any team and expect a team that's been together for week in, week out, playing football, um, would 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 not want to show up and play their best. I, yeah, you, you, this is a classic example this week of how um, you take not only the best couple of players, but you take a chunk of players out of a team and, and it affects them. So the Warriors will win. Yeah, I like the Warriors in this one too. And I think, as you guys summed up, um, the the combination of the uh, you know obviously playing at home. Yeah, and the Warriors, you know, they've been going pretty good this year. I think they're a different Warriors to what we've seen in the past, but um, I think I alluded to it before. They got Brisbane at a good time. There's just too many players missing for Brisbane. Uh, it's just going to be really hard for them to build those combinations and get it right this week. Um, on I don't the think it's fair. Yeah, I, it's, I, I, I'm, they've got to look at this. Like, why, why can't we just think still haven't had a buy yet? Yeah, why can't we just... Some teams are having their second bye this week. Yeah, 100%. How does that work? 100%. I'm telling you what, with the game we're about to talk about next, the next team hasn't had a bye yet. Yeah, well, there's another team there that we'll talk about in a second. I know there's a bit of a heart going into it there that hasn't had a bye uh, coming to origin. You're right, Griffo. There's a team... And the problem is... And the problem is then what you're saying to these tides that have had two byes, you're going to have your third in not too far away. Yep. You've been out at the back end where you've got to play. You know, the whole point of having a buy is there's an element of equity in the way it's distributed. Yeah. There's no equity in the way this is distributed. It's highly strategic. Last week's buy was to 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 the Warriors during um Indigenous round, which I thought was which I thought the NRL probably could have done a little bit better. And the uh magic round by was to the team who they knew they would would struggle to be marketable, which was Newcastle. These buys are highly strategic, and mm. and you're starting to find that now it's it's really starting to affect teams and will affect teams going forward as as we go on through this series. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, would I, we care? I, I, would we care if everyone got a week off and we just played Origin on Friday night? I wouldn't have a problem. Would. I wouldn't have a problem. Yeah, I think I, look, they would. Yeah, I. I just, I know we had one season where Origin was after the the competition a couple of years ago because of COVID. I didn't mind it. 
apparently the ratings were very poor relative to um, mid-season and whatnot. Mm. So I can understand these guys are literally pumping in hundreds of millions of dollars um, and they want bang for their buck. They're entitled to it. But this competition, it's not fair. Um, and I'm no Broncos fan, but I, I don't think it's fair nice. that, that they're, lo- they're going to lose this game, I believe. And it's a game they would not have lost. Correct. If they it's had two points, their that proper they, side. Yes, yes, it's it's and, two and points that, that, that they would have gotten. They're not the, getting the backside later, and they might Correct. miss a top sport, a top four spot, because of losing these two points. And I don't Correct. think it's fair. No, I agree. I um, and and the hard thing is too, it's it's almost saying, well, if you do a good job and get your players into form, you're disadvantaged for two or three rounds of the year because anyway, yeah, it's. Anyway, we could go on, we could go on, we could go on, um, but we'll move on uh, onto the um, second game of Super Saturday, which will take place at a course stadium. It's a Rabbitohs home game. They will be hosting the Raiders. Um, we do have changes here for South Sydney. Keep in mind, though, Campbell Graham has been named in the centres despite um, withdrawing from the New South Wales squad. So they'll be keeping an eye on him if they can manage those loads, as we said, and... Uh, and keep him in bubble wrap, so to speak. He, uh, they're, they're hoping he can take his place. Uh, Richard Ken is the 18th man, so you imagine there could be a bit of a switcheroo and uh, he come in um, to the side if there is any concern. Uh, the big name that I saw, not just because it's a long name, uh, it's big because it's, uh, it's a big player coming back. On the reserves, though, not in the 17, Keon Kaloa Matangi. Uh, keep an eye on that. I'm going to flag him as one of those who... Uh, you want to be keeping an eye on 24 hours before kickoff to see if that if his name's still on the list. Liam Knight's going to play lock uh, for Cameron Murray. Blake Taff in for Latrell Mitchell. Shaq Mitchell played New South Wales Cup last week, and he is making a timely return from an injury. And um, Shane, you'll be very happy to hear that uh, wearing number 15 this week, uh, looking to make his debut, will be young Talis Duncan. For the Rabbitohs, um, if you're not a fan, if you haven't heard us talk about him, um, yeah, big raps on the young man. For the Raiders, uh, no Hudson Young. Uh, he's in the Origin team. That's a uh, big out for them. Elliot Whitehead suspended. Uh, so we've got Haru and Ira coming in the second row. Uh, Tarpany to lock. Um, Kotrick back from a hamstring injury through the bench. So... For the Raiders, they're probably looking at a bit of a change there through the um, th- through the forward pack. Uh, some of it forced with Origin. This one, I think, is going to come down to the fact, I think, Griffo, that you've got some Origin implications here. But um, look, in, in, in all fairness, South Sydney is still able to run out a, a first-grade quality team here. Yeah, I... Um... I know South supporters were not happy with Campbell Graham not being in the blue side, Damien Cook also. But it's a big benefit, a massive benefit to the to the red and green that those guys are going to be uh, coming out mm-hmm. against the green of the Raiders. So, um, Dry Arrow, also missing, I should have mentioned. Uh, yes, of course. Uh, yeah, yes, I forgot to mention he him. was. 
I think that was a slight surprise that Arrow made the Maroons, but good luck to him. Been there before. He won't let him down. Um, Had a belter on Friday in a losing team. Yeah, look, he's he's mm. a very, very good player. Um, so Salsa are affected. Superstars Murray and uh, and also Luttrell out. But it still is, as you say, it's, it's a very good side with the possibility of... Uh, Kalor Matungi making his way back. Uh, I'm excited about, uh, I'm excited for Shane more than anyone, but uh, <laughs> he's been singing the praises of Talis Duncan um, virtually since, you know, he, he started uh, putting one foot behind the other. Um, he'll, up now. <laughs> <laughs> he'll probably get, so, he'll probably get punted out of the team for Kalor Matungi. Well, hopefully not. But, uh, it's it's they're playing for the Jack White and Cup this week, obviously. <laughs> um, uh, I I think I'm going to stick with South Sydney. They've got Cody Walker there. Um, they made a grand final without uh, without Luttrell with with Taff at, at fullback. So while they are definitely weakened, um, it's still a strong side, and they will really want to bounce back. Uh, they won't want to have back to back losses. I do think Canberra are a big chance, um, but I'm going to stick with the rabbit or Shano. Yeah, I, I've got the bunnies in this one. Um, it's it, it's going to be an interesting game. I, I, I've thought for the last two weeks, Sydney's forward pack just look gassed. They look they look a bit tired, like like their rotation's not right, or, or, or there's something. And and I really think that this comes down to the fact that. Um, that that Burgess is missing from this side. I, I I went through this game on the way home with my daughter, and 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 I, you know, we just both said the Raiders forward pack is a big forward pack, mm. big mobile forward pack with without without um without Whitehead and and Hudson Young, of course, but but still got that still got that that mix of size and skill. Um, it's going to be South Sydney's bench. They're just going to have to come on and, and really rip in and do the work. Um, I think I think it's not a bad... It's, look, no, having Cook and, and Campbell Graham in the side is, is a good thing, but they're going to need people like uh, Sele, Host. Liam Knight's going to have to stand up. He gave away a fairly crucial penalty last yeah, week and then mouthed so off dumb. and then mouthed off and it was just Liam Knight of old that 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 Liam Knight of old where you just you just you just wish he'd just walk off the field. Um you know he's got to get back to the form he had like the week before that. He was actually quite good. Tavita Totola. To Junior Totola's the guy who's got to lead this pack around. He's played such good football. Um I think Lachlan Elias needs to forget about last week. Probably not his finest moments. Um, the the backline, the backline is is good. Blake Taft just needs to do an attack. What he does, New South Wales Cup, bit iffy uh, in defence. And I think if I was the, if I was Ricky, I'd I'd exploit that. Um, but in saying that, I think that Jack Whiten is there to have a field day uh, without Latrell there. <laughs> Jamal Fogarty, they've got a good combination. I'm picking South Sydney, but 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 with no real confidence. 
Mate, you, uh, you'll struggle to keep your knickers on during this one if you've got Blake Taff and Talos Duncan both on the field at the same time. And formerly his favourite <laughs> cheek cam before. Yes, cheek cam. If he's got his Tigers jersey underneath, then cheek cam, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, yeah. there's some, look, there's some yeah. players there that, that are, you know, there's a possibility for them to stand up. Um, look, I'll keep it simple. I... I think it's going to be a very tough game. I was disappointed in the Raiders last week. They're they're a bit you know hot and cold in one week out the other. They had an off week last week. Maybe they're due for a good week. Uh, I'm just going to stick with South. I still think that there's. I mean, I know. I mean, people are going to say oh, you're an idiot here because it's a big out. But really, in the back line, there's only one player out, and that's Latrell Mitchell. We know that in the past. That situation's occurred. I know it was a year or two ago where he was out for a while. Taff come in and, and did a solid job. All the players that are in the starting forward pack have been in the rotation over the past couple of weeks, and they're adding back in Shaq Mitchell and a few younger, hungry players. If Keon Kalamatangi's fit and can somehow squeeze his way into this side, I think they'll strengthen them even further. And um, he'll truly believe that he can you know, push in a, if he has some good games and... Um, you know, someone shits the bed in origin, he might be um, there for a back row spot. So I'm going to stick with South in this one. Uh, I don't think they'll have the complacency they had last week, and I think they'll be a bit hungrier to um, get in the grind. It was like they didn't want to, I don't know, it's like they didn't want to do any hard work last week, and they were hoping it would all come easy. But they'll, they'll have some hard work this week. If they're up for it, I think they can win. Um, final game of the round this week uh, will be 4pm on Sunday, so only one Sunday game this week. The Knights are hosting the Seagulls up in Newcastle. Uh, McDonald Jones Stadium will be uh, the location for this one. Um, Kalen Ponga this week is playing number one, just something to keep in mind. Um, so he's stint at 5'8". Um, yeah, I don't know, over for now by the looks of it. Um He's, he's gone to fullback in place of Lachlan Miller. He's gone back to the interchange bench. Um, I think they're probably looking for a bit more out of the number one jersey this week. Um, Gamble and Hastings in the halves. Um, Elliot into the starting side at lock. Jack John starting the second row. Frizzell will be on origin duty. Uh, another midweek signing, guys. Um, Jake Arthur coming over to the Seagulls this week. Uh, he's in the squad, but the extended squad. So uh, wearing number 19 at this stage, he will not be in the side. Uh, it's Cooper Johns uh, on the list wearing the number seven in place of Daily Cherry Evans. Uh, week starts at fullback with Jaboyevic, who's also on uh, origin duty. Um, and we also know that Jake Jaboyevic is injured because he's ineligible for origin. Um, he would have been there as opposed to um, Pengai Jr., uh, so for the Seagulls, Sipley's going to come in. Kepi moving to lock. Um, to Pilotu, he'll be on the interchange. Uh, this is his first game for a few weeks. I don't think he's been there for about four weeks. So a um, few changes there. Seagulls, good win last week. Um But, you you, you know, it's, it's, it's another origin conundrum, isn't it? You're taking out... Um, you know, two or three of their best players and um, 
and sending them on the road and hoping they can get a win. Um, I'd imagine Ponga, something to prove here, Griffo, and also playing at home for the Knights. Yeah, again, this is, with with Origin players out, it it, it does uh, does make it tough to pick. But I just want to pick something out for that I noticed uh, last week. Um, the Condon made his uh, club debut, scored a, a, la- a late try in the game, and it seemed like everyone wanted to cover themselves in the Condon. Uh, I've never seen Manly so excited about a try scorer, but well done, Condon. Um, Still, when Chan Kong Tong is is in that reserves, I'd love to see him get get a start. Um, I want to talk about Jake Arthur briefly. Yeah. I was disgusted the treatment that that poor young fellow copped from his own supporters, uh, who apparently after a game a few weeks ago, I think the game Moses was out, yeah. they were bagging him like at the ground um they're being after him on uh sewer sites on the on the internet i i just hope he goes well at manly um i i just horrified that that that, that poor kid who does his best he's not mitch moses um he's different type of player um but yeah i just i wish him all the best um. Uh, yes. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm happy for him. They got out of there because that's his own fans treating him that way. Uh, it's just wrong. Um, on this game, um, tough one. These these teams played maybe four or five weeks ago. They had a draw up at Muji. Um, at that stage, you had you know you didn't have Origin players out. Um, Newcastle. They've had some good performances. Last week, apparently, wasn't one of them against the Sharks. Uh, Manly had been down on form, but came back last week and played really well against the Raiders. Newcastle home game. My goodness me. Um, I don't know who to tip. I'm going to flip a coin, and I uh, I think I'll go Manly, because Newcastle just can't trust them. I've got to go manly. What do you think, Shane? Yeah, I, I think um, I'm going slightly opposite. I, I'm going the Knights. I'm just going the Knights because I just look who's out for the for the Seagulls, and it just I just yeah. you know, like it's not. You're right. You can't set, set your watch by the Knights, but for a little while throughout this, I don't season, think you set it by Manly either. I haven't been able to set <laughs> it by That's Manly, true. And, <laughs> and yet Manly yeah, have a truck laid out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And that's my problem. I've just got the Knights. I just think that they're a more settled side. They're definitely going to lose some go forward with um, with Tyson Frizzell out. And, and and in saying that, some some very good uh, tackling. He's very good in defence. I think Sasai Fidi in off the interchange needs to step up. Um, and 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 really and really add something there for some punch. I I think that just having Ponga there. Um, where other teams, you know, a bit like South Sydney, maybe where probably looking at the start of the week, we may not have this guy. Um, all of a sudden, he's in the Knights team playing at home um, against against a, a Seagull side with, with a chunk of players. Yeah, and I've got I've got the Knights. Yeah, this yeah. is a tough one. Oh, you you wouldn't have a crack at anyone if you were having a 
having a you know beer with them or you know something or having a chat to them and they said oh I'm tipping the Seagulls and someone else said oh I'm tipping the Knights it wouldn't cause an uproar if someone went one way over the other in this one it's it's the origin round conundrum any other week I'll be tipping Manly uh, I think they've just got some key players out and oh, I'm going to go Newcastle with very little confidence, um, and I'm going to go on the theory that um, you know the Seagulls are the hokey pokey team where they're in one week out the other. Uh, they they had a good performance last week, so they're due for a for a horror show. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go with the Knights, but geez, I'm, I've not been confident with a lot of my tips. That uh, this is another one that I find really hard. So yeah, I'll I'll go. Yeah, I'll go in the Knights. Please break in. Please break in. Oh, here Ooh. we go. Here we go. What you got? I'm changing my tip. <laughs> <laughs> We've convinced you. Yeah. Oh, well, it's that you hard, did. isn't it? I don't I did, know. But I, there's, there's something, and I'll tell you why I'm changing my tip. Um, I just had a look through that side. And I was trying to work out who's the captain. I've got no idea. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's, because not only is... is uh, Turbo and um, and DCE out, but the guy who is their their leader, even though he doesn't have the C next to his name usually, Jake Trebojevic is out. There's no leader in that team that I can see, um, and it's for that reason, as well as all the reasons you guys gave, uh, and I'm probably going to regret it. But I'm I'm actually uh, gonna gonna go for the Knights. I just don't know. If there's any leadership in that manly side, maybe Lachlan Croker. Croker's been na- named captain. Has he? Okay. Yeah. yeah. On um, the manly site where they've got the team right. listed, there's a C next to Croker's name. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, they might win, but Newcastle <laughs> should win. Newcastle should win. They've got... We've the heard that before. That, oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. But the two guys that controversially didn't get selected... For the oh, Maroons are yep. in this side, so um, they should win. Um, and yeah, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna tip them. So I don't normally do that. Apologies, that takes me over the two minutes. Obviously, but, no, but you uh, make some I'm, good I'm points. Go actually, you bring up some good points because Newcastle. We're gonna dub them the team of the 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 origin could have been because really, when you look at you know, and I know that. We, we're going past. There's been a lot of players that have been out of the squad, back in the squad, and so on and so forth. Um, you know, many many people may have even expected to see us possibly a Saifidi in the side rather than a, a Pengai yeah. Junior. Um, so you've got Kalen Ponga who's got something to prove. Gagai's got something to prove. You've got the Saifidis. Um, so you know, it, it, it's funny. It doesn't seem like that long ago when um, you know. It, was, it would only be a couple of years ago when we were talking about the possibility of Bradman Best being, you know, origin material. There's some players yeah. there who over the years have shown some really good talent and um, this is an opportunity where they can. And really, when you look at... You, you make a good point about the, the Manly side. Um, it's, it, it, it's... It's really... It's an inexperienced team. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah. We'll see... We'll see how we go. Um, look, 
can't be any worse than my tips last week. I think everyone had a bit of a struggle last week. I think even for my... Lucky I wasn't on the podcast. It would have been a good soundbite when I would have given my margin for the week as the Titans. Um, <laughs> they didn't even win the bloody game. Uh, so... Oh, that's Look, fraught, it's with be, danger. fraught with it, danger. It is. I, I, went, I went for a point of difference and uh, it was... Well, they only uh, lost by two. Yeah. After, so, when I saw they were up by about 14 nil, I thought, oh, this might not be too bad. Um, oh, that Yeah, mm. I, I'm watching. and They are the weakest team, the weakest team in the NRL. They're not the worst team. And then on the ladder, they're certainly far from, from that. Nah. But mentally... Yeah. These guys, yeah. Yeah, I agree. they're lightweights. They're, they're, um, they're, they can't grind. The number win. of big leads that they surrendered, uh, there's no other team that does it like that. Like, it's it's a credit to them, I guess, that they get the big lead in the first place. But just to, to go yeah. down, uh, it's it's uh, oh, if look. you're a Titans fan, I don't know how many there are out there, but they they'd be so disappointed because the team has quality players um they do produce some fantastic victories but uh they're overshadowed by some absolutely appalling losses when they are in you think winning positions almost unlosable Uh, and it happened last year and it's still happening and um yeah i I don't know what they do the other big thing could have picked the cowboys yeah, the other big... Yeah, it's true. I was, that could have been worse. That would have been done. Yeah. The Roosters. It's, oh, yes. They're, yeah, in, yeah. Uh, they're in all sorts. They are in all sorts, mm. aren't they? It's a, it's a timely the buy field. for them, isn't it? It is, but it doesn't reduce Victor's uh, three weeks any. It's no. three games. So, no. <laughs> Brandon Smith, a couple mm. of months. Manu's still out for a while. I don't know. I think Maria Hargreaves will be back. But is it? Um, I called them a shambles this morning. Is that a, is that unfair? I just feel that they're a shambles at the moment. There's something oh. not right. They're not the Roosters that we expect. There's something amiss there. They're they're a team chock full of stars, but the stars are not really aligning. Mm-hmm. Um. And throw into the mix the fact that they are decimated um, by injuries and suspensions. Or when the next game comes around, the team they run out will be nowhere near their best side. Um, They, I mean, they're not out of the competition. I think they're on 12 points. Um, So they're in the mix there. But... Um, they can't afford to drop too many more games in such a close competition, and their for and against is not good, um, which is very on rooster like as well. Uh, they're in trouble, the Roosters, um, which you know most fans around the around the rugby league world um, would be shedding no tears about that, but. Um, when does when do the question marks start to get asked of the coaching staff? Um, because they don't tolerate um, poor performances. Uh, they're happy to just cut players. You're not you're not up to scratch. They just let them go. Is it is it going to be the case for their coach? 
if they don't turn this around? That's the question. No one seems to talk about Trent Robinson. The guy's won three competitions, and that's why. But uh, at what point uh, do they hit rock bottom? Have they hit rock bottom yet, or are they still digging? I'm not quite sure, but it's a struggle when you, you haven't got your best players on the park. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, 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 it's funny. Everything just appears so um, rooster like. That's what gets me. Is that you know the way they've approached this whole thing, the Swatalihi situation, Brandon Smith. It's it's like everything. Everything is so unrooster like, and that coupled with the fact that I don't think this spine is firing at all and i think that's what's compounded all this mm. yeah no there's, there's definitely something there i think um you know when you look at an organization of the roosters the the expectations is, are so high normally that um you know it does seem well, the really expectation graham is to win the comp yeah every year every year and yep. it seems as though when they don't it's a it's a failure which is you know, the standards of those high clubs, and that's where Trent Robertson's been, and it doesn't... They don't look like the team they've been. They don't look like a... The characteristics that we associate over the past, you know, 10 years with the Roosters, and, you know, in any team in that, you know, that's been coached by Trent Robertson, those characteristics um, seem to be fading away. Some of the, the steel, the resilience, the reliability um, aren't there, so... Oh, they got a lot I had him as minor premiers this year. So did I. Yeah, so did I. I had him as minor premiers, and I had Tedesco as the Dali M. Shows how much he showed a bit of form last week. <laughs> um, yeah, hopefully he does next week. Yeah, oh, absolutely. He has to. Um, if if he if he's out of form, then that's uh, that's not good for our winning chances. But um, anyway. We shall uh, talk about the Roosters next time we meet uh, because I think they'll have a game next week after the yeah. Origin. Yeah, so after the Origin period, um, they'll they'll have a game coming up round 14. I should see who they play. They play the Bulldogs. Uh, so be an opportunity for them to... Um, yeah, I'm not going to say that they should win, but uh, I think it'll be an opportunity for them to try and get back into form because I think the week after that they play the Panthers, so they'll know they're they alive do. then. Yeah. So it's a, Saturday, um, the 10th of June, they play the Penrith Panthers. Yeah, so they've got some big games coming up, um, but also, too, we've got some big games coming up in the NRL this week. Uh, next week, we've got a big episode, obviously, with our Carpool Rugby League preview of the State of Origin. We thank you for being with us this week. We look forward to having you with us again next week. And um, we hope you enjoy your week and good luck to your team. Thank you. Thank See you. See you later, everyone. Enjoy this round as we move into Origin Bowl. Very soon. See you guys.